What was so sort of special about what George created with Star Wars was that it was this universe that felt really authentic and sort of lived in and layered, and um, you believed it. The movies are so rich and so full of detail, and you know that there's a ton of things that aren't revealed in the movies, but that obviously exist in the, the lore of Star Wars, in, in the story of, of Star Wars. And the EU has been our attempt to take you into areas that aren't explored in the movies and give you much more depth. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. And admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. So, fuck all these people. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I, 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 just I just think it's great. All right. So, they announced the cast for episode seven. That's the Star Wars, right? The Star Wars, <laughs> yes. I have to say, there are two surprises in the whole thing. Um, Andy Serkis totally took me by surprise yeah and i looked his name up to, to pronounce it properly yeah and it's max von cedo yeah cedo him i'm um i like him i, I like I him do, a lot i do like him he reminds me a little bit too much of christopher Plummer, <laughs> like that type of casting he's a good christopher Plummer, you know though. um because christopher Plummer gets shit roles but he's a good actor yeah and andy circus i think it's great because he could be anything yeah because i've seen him do like live action stuff and yeah. he's okay no he's good you know? he's good I've, so in uh king kong be... and um 13 going on 30 he was fine in that yeah. too so i mean he can be and that's what's great he yeah. can be literally be anything right right he could be us he could <laughs> he and he could have multiple roles too yeah. i'm thinking um he's either uh and it could be any one or all of these things uh robots um, you can shut that off and turn the overhead light on. No, That's what uh, I'm thinking. They're finally going to put Bothans into the movie. They talk about him enough. Who Manny? Manny Bothans, the little <laughs> the, the little, little midget dude. Yeah. Well, he died. <clears throat> he did. He did die. Manny Bothans died. Yeah. But I mean, only the fucking nerds are going to be out there going. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, tag and bank. Oh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he could he could be doing multiple characters. Yeah. Or one, I mean, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I think w what's hilarious is, um, one, you've got people going, 
getting all pissed off because of the female thing. Oh, thank you. Okay. Fuck that. Okay, Fuck. normally I am all for it. I want yeah, a Wonder exactly. Woman movie You're made big, more than right. anybody else. Okay. But, but this is this this isn't she's even going to be a big character. A she's going to be a big character. This isn't even the full cast. This isn't even the full cast. We don't even know the story. No. So even even Ellen, who's bigger on this than me, she's like, if the story doesn't call for it, don't fucking shoehorn him in there. Right. Exactly. Okay, so, so so let's 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 for anybody that's lived under a rock. Um, in this photo, this black and white photo, because apparently they're saving money. Um, <laughs> but no, I think for what, like I was saying before we went on, I think it's a great photo and I yeah. really think it's like years from now, like we've got in our heads, those iconic sort of like behind the scenes yep. photos from the, you know, original trilogy, you know, yeah. there's like Lucas and Hamill, you know, those, the windblown desert kind of picture, right, right. you know, the shot of, um, Alec Guinness talking when, when Lucas has the goggles on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have those and this is. Yeah. This is the first one of those. Yeah. So returning characters, and I'm surprised somebody's not here, but maybe he just couldn't make it. Um, we got Harrison Ford, Carrie wait, Fisher. Wait, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're in this and this is happening, you clear your fucking if, calendar. If you're Billy D. Williams, you do whatever the fuck you want. If you're Billy D. Williams, I, you're that's fucking grateful you get the phone call. What the fuck else is but Billy that's what D. I don't Williams understand. doing? Uh, he was in the Lego movie. <laughs> Exactly. All right. So, but seriously, you think Billy D is going to be like, yeah, JJ, um, oh, that's kind of tough for me. You know, I've got a Colt 45 shooting to do. <laughs> do they right? still make that? I, who the fuck knows? It's but probably, I don't understand. Okay. So it's, 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 so maybe it's, he's not in it. May, but why not? Who the fuck cares? Okay. I would all not right, that's miss fine. Lando. That's fine. So it's Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Peter Mayhew. Uh, Anthony Daniels, uh, Mark Hamill, Kenny Baker, and yeah, well, it's a is he is he on there? Yeah, Kenny Baker's. I heard he's in it. Okay, and just 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 so he can get the the triple trifecta, he he has he just get in the suit for one shot. That's all he really needs to do. So then we have um, in the photo. There's obviously J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan, um, Oscar Isaac, who I'm not that familiar with. Uh, and that's know. what's great. I'm not all that familiar with a lot of yep. these people. John is great. John Boyega, I believe is how you say his name. B O Y E G A. He was in Attack the Block, and he was um, he was like a like a like a hoodie, like a thug, and yeah. I hated his character. So good acting on his job yeah. uh, on his on his part. Good job. Um, let's see, it was Domino Gleason. Brendan Gleeson's, uh, I want to say son, but I don't think that's right. I don't know. Uh, you saw Dread? Remember? I did. Remember the redheaded kid no. that um, that Mama was going to cut his belly open? He was the tech kid. Don't remember. Ah, uh, vaguely, yeah. He's also Bill Weasley in the okay. Harry Potter movies. All he's, right. uh, I've, I'm guessing he's either going to be uh, Luke and Mara's son. Who knows? Yeah, you or, know I think trying to speculate no, on No, I know, but you got to do something. playing whom yeah. is just... It's just fruitless. But there, but, uh, but then there's. Uh, I mean, we got Brian Burke. I'm glad it's not. It's not. What's his name? Who was the producer on the prequels? I hated that guy. He looked like a district manager. Um, <laughs> and uh, Daisy Ridley, who has been in almost nothing, which is fa- nothing yeah. big, which is fantastic right. because you can just go all in and not be like, oh, it's Natalie Portman or yeah, exactly. Liam Neeson or that was that was one of the problems with the prequels. It's like. The only person we didn't know was fucking Ray Park. Right. 
So, so I yeah. mean, I'm 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 glad they released the cast. I think that's very cool. So you release the nice cast now, and then of- and then on this bullshit May the Fourth thing that I just fucking don't care about. Then they can release the characters' names. Is that what they're gonna do? I mean, it's May the Fourth. Like 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 StarWars.com is like pumping this up as like the day yeah. for Star Wars. So I just you know. Anytime somebody tells me I have to like something on a certain day, I just don't. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is a good move. So, uh, oh, and the, did did I mention the other dude from, uh, there's that dude from, where is he? Hmm. Hold on a second. Let me go to this other thing here. Who's the dude from, um, that's in that show Girls? What's his name? Oh, that dude. I don't know, but it's him. Yeah. I don't know. I so he's in here too. And yeah. Adam Driver. Okay. He's not listed on this one, is there he? There he is. Did I did I pass him? Oh, there he is at the bottom. Did, okay. Yeah. It says playing an unspecified villain, not looking entirely on this here. Well, who I, the fuck? I mean, just little comments like that are such bullshit. Anything here yeah. is just bullshit. It's all nobody speculation. Nobody knows anything. And um, where's 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 Max? Is he not in this shot? Abrams, R2, Ford, Ridley, Fisher, Mayhew, Burke, Kennedy, Gleason, Daniels, Hamill, Circus, Isaac, Boyega, Driver, Kasdan. So, yeah, it's possible there are more people. Go down more. Well, there's only... That's it. Max isn't there. So Lando still could be in it. Yeah, who knows? I, like I said, I wouldn't miss Lando. Now, what would you think if, if Max is in this... Um, no idea. W- he could be he could be anything. He could be an old Jedi. He could be an yeah. old Imperial officer. He could be an old Sith guy. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I, yeah th- that's the thing. But that's what's so great about it. Yeah. I love throwing, not knowing throwing anything. the expanded universe out and and being able to pick cherry pick what you want to use is probably the best thing because yeah. no one has any fucking idea. That's and that's <laughs> that's fantastic. I got to tell you, it was funny. I'm at work yesterday, right? And um, it, was a, it was a little while after this got released. Mm. So I'm at work, and I'm taking a deep breath and just kind of goofing off a little. <laughs> I'm watching the video of Emma Stone and Jimmy Fallon oh, yeah, have yeah, their yeah. lip sync contest, yeah. which was fucking awesome. She yeah. was amazing. <laughs> um, so, and like up walks behind me is my boss. Mm. Like, I am clearly goofing off. Okay. Like, so I click pause. I'm like, Hey, boss, what's up? <laughs> he goes, so you're kind of nerdy, right? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. He goes, did you see the picture? I'm like, yeah. So we just started like geeking yeah. out over right, it. Right. And so we chat for a little bit. He's just like, I'm not going to get a fucking thing done today. <laughs> he turns around walks away. I'm like, I don't know. That was a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I went back to watching it. <laughs> but it was funny. Uh, so it's next year. It's next Christmas. Yeah. So, when's the trailer? When's the teaser? Uh, Hobbit. Hobbit's this Christmas. Yeah. What they've amaz- done a year ahead. Of I, I got to tell before. you that what amazes me about it is they're going to they're going to start doing they start shooting Sunday right? Oh, is it, that what I, I read somewhere. I think they already started. I but, well, what gets what's I mean, I just wonder how much like of the the computer shit that mm. they've started doing because they've given themselves basically what i mean a little bit less than two years like how much of the other computer stuff no, see i really honestly think that all of the 
pre-production stuff started a year before we even knew about this. That's an awfully big secret to keep. Yeah. Well, if it's, you will never work again in your life if you don't keep I mean, that's secret. like, like Apple computer secrecy. Yeah. Which... I can, I can totally see if, if Lucasfilm itself self-contained outside, you know, not sold to Disney, none of yeah. that. And they just said, Lucas just walks in and he's like, all right, so, uh, <laughs> Episode seven, go. <laughs> you know, like I could see. Okay, space, and probably spaceships maybe, and stuff. I don't know. Maybe that enhanced the deal with Disney too. And yeah, they said you know what, this is what we've got going on. Exactly, we're this far ahead. Yeah. Why not? We've spent this money already. Yeah, yeah. So, and we know that Disney can market, so we don't even have to talk about yeah. that. So, I, I think, I think that we'll see. You don't even need a lot of special effects in the preview. You need a couple of spaceships, some lightsabers, and like fucking people. Are you okay? We, we've talked about this In the before. teaser. In the teaser. You, I, in the teaser, you don't need a thing. All you mm. need is a really, really, really good title graphic. Yeah. You need the title. That's all that they need to do for that's the teaser. What that's what they could give us on it's the fourth. Just, they'll, yeah. give us the, the, they'll give us the title mm. and, 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 and a sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different things they could do that would just be enough, like just the silhouette of a woman surrounded by dudes with guns. And yeah, and all, all ignites, you need, all ign- you need to see exactly the lightsaber, the lightsaber with the and, red hair. And that's it, and it's like okay, that's Mara Jade. There we go. I can't see how they're going to ignore her. They gotta. There's got to be more going on. There's more cast. There's got to be. There are dozens be, upon of dozens of, of characters. So I just um. No, that had to that that's a pretty fucking amazing room to be in. So it was it's it's yeah. it's definitely a good start. Yeah. It's a great picture. I'm sorry. I yeah, just, no, it and, and I gotta is. tell you I hate all the annotated ones though, because it's like I just let me just see the just the Yeah. Well, I've seen, I've seen both. Do you know what I think is great though? Hmm. It is so very not Disney. Do you know what I mean? It's not like they rolled them out on a stage or anything. Oh. It's here they are. Yeah. They're about to sit down and do the work and yeah. do a read through or something. Yeah. You know? And you don't need everybody there for a read through. How many people you think like make that picture bigger? Yeah, okay, hold on. <laughs> I could thought you could just click on the picture. Nah, it wouldn't it wouldn't expand. Um, how many nerds do you think hmm. have already like right there? Like, I think Anthony Daniels. Where? Right. Go down. See, right there. Oh, talking to talking to Mark. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How many nerds do you think have already like tried to pick something up off that page? <laughs> That's well, it's definitely blown out in the um, in the photo. They were they seem to be pretty careful about how they how they presented this but like i saw stuff like oh what do you think what do you think luke's saying to 3po he's probably saying hey i haven't seen you in a while yeah, how, how you, you been, been? <laughs> fucking and carrie fisher's talking to uh ridley there yeah. which she's seated between the two and i mean you can you can pull all kinds of stuff out of it like uh, so that's Jaina or whatever her name's gonna be you know so she's talking to her and she's like well this is how i approach princess leia and this is how you should read this or shit. they're probably talking about like 
Or she's probably like, they, holy shit, you were funny on 30 Rock. Yeah, exactly. Or parking yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know? I mean, who the fuck knows what they're talking about? I mean, but I think what cracks me up the most is like – all the the fucking basement dwellers yeah. are like, well, I wonder if they're uh, saying this and uh, like, come on. Speaking of which, you want to go down to the comments? Of course. The U.S. Senate is more diverse than this movie will be. Oh, uh, who gives up. a shit? I really. All right. I don't care about this and diversity. I, I don't care. There, there's crusty old white guys as bad guys. Who cares? Yeah. I guess Chewy doesn't count as diversity. Chewy and two robots and a black guy and a girl and two guys. Right. I that see. seems pretty diverse. So what does that say? Seriously, though, it is a logical bet that some of the new cast is children of the old white cast. So it's logical. Not to mention the odds are at least three of those white people, Chewy, 3PO, and R2, if not four, will be in costumes not visible at all. Plus, this is only the main cast. Uh, thanks mm. for explaining the obvious there, Captain Lord Doofuck. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and then so then, go go back up, go back up. That's exactly what Daisy I Daisy Ridley said. will probably play Hanalei, which it's like that's just oh, that's so. Why why would you think that? <laughs> you think that JJ said, and I want you to sit there, and I want mm. you to sit there. Circus could be doing Yoda as Oz isn't in the cast. If Yoda's fucking dead, right? For thirty one years, he would have been dead. God. Fucking damn it. And they would hire an actor so they could CG a fucking puppet over him. Right. Really? And they, they've they already CG'd uh, Yoda. So yeah. you don't need a dude. No. And there are plenty of other people out there who can do a Frank Oz impression. Yes. You know, including Frank Oz. Yeah, who did the prequel <laughs> stuff over the fucking phone. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that he doesn't care. Yeah, I think it's just, that it's, it he's like, I, I have four lines i'm not driving out there for that so, holy shit that's loud <laughs> playing the simpsons game lately all right so uh i found this other article here on uh joe blow i thought it was kind of interesting uh george lucas had an alternate sequel in mind if star wars had not been a hit you already know what it is i do Yep, it says here, I have always been a fan of learning what-if stories behind some of my favorite movies, whether it be Lost Director's Cut or a planned project that never took off. All of these could have been movies, All that all of these could be movies that are fascinating oh, yeah. to learn about. One movie I had no clue about almost happened that ha- almost never happened was The Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars fans have come to embrace Empire as the best of the film in the series, but George Lucas was not sure it would have been a hit. In fact, Lucas commissioned author Alan Dean Foster to write an alternate sequel Uh, in the event that Star Wars had not been a success. (laughs) Uh, This must be Foster, so I can't do the Lucas voice. I was originally brought in while Star Wars was still in production on a two-book contract to do the novelization of the film, but he also instructed me to write a novel that could be filmed on a low budget. That novel, this is not a quote anymore, that novel was published under the title Splinter of the Mind's Eye and remains one of the Best Star Wars novels, that's not, no, that's not, no, (laughs) no, no, I didn't say that. Uh, A brief synopsis of the book. Taking place after the events of Star Wars, Luke and Princess Leia, along with C-3P and R2-D2, are on their way to an important meeting with representatives of a system that might join the Rebellion. 
On the way, the two crash land on a swamp planet called Mimban. Lucas asked Foster to scrap a space battle that originally led to the crash because it would be too expensive to film. Yeah. Where they soon discover that the Empire has a secret mining colony in operation in an effort to find something called a kyber crystal. Eventually, the two are discovered, ending with a showdown between Luke and Leia against Darth Vader. The novel is readily available, despite no longer being part of the Star Wars canon, who gives a shit, but it represents a complete alternative place the saga could have gone. There's no Han, no Chewie, and a very different confrontation between Luke and Vader that would have changed everything about the prequels and sequels. If Empire had never happened, it's definitely worth a read, even if you aren't someone who goes in for Star Wars novels. It's not a good book. I don't remember it being good, do you? I remember it kind of liking it. I didn't read all the other stuff, but... I mean, there's I there's definitely good and bad, and this kind but of falls... I was falls... also, you know, like 11 or 12, and I was, you know, you're desperate for anything. Oh, yeah, it was the first, it was the first um, anything that was outside yeah, of the movies, right. aside from the Marvel right. comic books. So, All right, so, so you, you, do you like this cast? I, I have... I, you, you know what's great is that... Um, of the people I know, mm. okay, I'm fine. The people yep. I don't know, I don't care. I, it's yeah. fine. I don't know yeah. the story, right? Okay, I don't know what these people are gonna. So I can't say, oh, he's wrong for this or she's wrong for. I mean, right, right. It's okay. There they are. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I'm, I'm very curious to see because originally it was supposed to be just the kids with the adventure past, and then the main cast wasn't supposed to really be around. But they wanted the bridging old fogies handing it off. Like how they would do Ghostbusters 3. Like give the franchise to another group of Ghostbusters kind of thing. So it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm just curious yeah. to see what the story is. Okay. Yeah. So now if they're going to give us a title in three days, four days. Maybe. Um, then I'll be okay for a while. You know, I'm all I'm all focused on Spider-Man tomorrow night. So. Oh, shit. Is that tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. You want to come? Olivia and I are going to the 1030. We're, maybe, we're going maybe. to Dan- We're not going to Mathua. We're going to Danvers. Maybe I um I got a bunch of shit to do at work, but I might have that done in time. Oh, I read a thing today that Good. says that if you do, you have Shazam on your phone. I do Shazam the song at the end of the credits, and you'll get a sneak preview of the Sinister Six movie. Really? You want to know who the Sinister Six are going to be? Sure. Goblin. Uh huh. Rhino. Yeah. Ock. Okay. Vulture. Yeah. Craven. Okay. And Mysterio. Okay. I'm so fucking happy about that. <laughs> fucking Mysterio. Finally on screen. I got to make sure I see That's great. I, I'm very happy to hear that. Because they could have gone Sandman or anybody else. But that's nice. That's nice yeah, to see. Yeah, I've still got it here. So it's, so it's like it's like a, a series of images or something that it'll that it'll give you. That's so cool. not bad. That's, that's a nice little... Uh, Nice little bonus. So today is the first day I actually feel better. Yeah, yesterday was my first. I was just, oh, Jesus Christ. My daughter walks in and I'm throwing up and she's like, <sighs> she's like, what did you eat that was black? <laughs> it was just awful. <coughs> What's, what did you eat that was black? I don't know. It was just terrible. Uh, I forgot. I actually forgot to tell a story last week. Can I tell now? Is it disgusting? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. So in the middle of my my 10-day, uh, I'm, I'm dead, and I have risen. And it's pretty good. I died during Easter. Huh. came back. 
Sunday, I'm supposed to see uh, my brother's newborn child, yeah. right? Um, go over to my mom's house for Easter. Not that we celebrate anything. Right. It's, it's just a day. It's an excuse to get together, right? Because right? they still sort of yeah. fucking believe. So I, 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 I have an extensive conversation with him because newborn baby, yeah. um, black plague. Yeah. You know, I don't want right. to kill the kid by accident. So I'm like, you tell me. I w- if I'm going to kill that kid, it's going to be on purpose. <laughs> like, And it'll be years from now while we're on a roller coaster. Um, that sounds terrible. So, uh, And I'm like racking my brain for a second going, is that a reference to something? No, no. no it's, it's just, just I'm going to have fun dark. taking all three of us to the amusement park. Oh, okay. And we'll, you know. Um, anyway. So... <laughs> So I, I don't have a fever that morning, but I am totally like wiped, just yeah, just done. I worked uh, the first half of the day, so I'm I'm extra tired because I actually had to get up and physically do yeah. shit. And um, I'm in here. Um, I forget what I was doing, finishing up a movie or downloading illegal files or something. And uh, Ellen calls me in the other room, and she said, uh, "I was cleaning Nova's ear." And she said, ow, look at this. What is it? What? So she pulls her ear, pulls that little the little nubby thing in the uh, front, pulls her ear back, pulls that, and I look in with the with the light. I'm like, I can kind of see it. So then I use the camera so I can get a zoom close-up yeah. view. There's, some, there's an orange something in her ear. Huh. Orange. Yeah. So I very carefully use the longest, thinnest tweezers that I have just a couple of times. If if it's loose and I can grab it and pull it out, fine. We don't have to go to the hospital. But yeah. it's her eardrum. I'm not fucking with right, it past. Exactly. I can't grab it. I can't grab it. So it's an hour before we're supposed to go over and have dinner. <sighs> Nova, we have to go to the emergency room. And she just bursts into tears. Not because... She's scared to go, but it's because she wants to go to mom's house and it's the whole thing. And I'm why is this shit in my so she goes upstairs and um, Ellen gets her dressed and I'm like, no, come on, you put her Easter dress on her. You know she wants to let her look. I said we're going to the emergency room. She'll get special treatment if she looks pretty, (laughs) right? And plus, she'll feel better and everything. So it's not like we're in a huge rush. She's there's no pain from it at all. Um, but, but it's she, this weird fucking thing in her ear. Yeah. And I definitely saw it. I know there's something there and it's yeah. not wax because it's orange. Right. It's bright fucking orange. There's some wax now yeah. accumulated on it and stuff. So she's put something in her ear. She yeah. put orange paper in her ear. Is that what it was? Paper? Yeah. That's what she told us. Nova, why'd you put paper in your ear? I don't know. When did you do it? I don't know. So with a kid, plausible deniability. You got to kind of Republican. You got to kind of narrow it down. It's like okay, so they had a field trip on Thursday. Did you have the paper in your ear while you were on the field trip? Yes. No. I don't know. It was. It was a month, and then it was two days. Yeah, I don't know, man. That field trip was just a blur. Yeah. Everyone so, was stoned. So the best we can figure is it was art class because they were crinkling up paper to make something and that was tuesday so it was almost a full week but she was afraid to tell us well okay that's legitimate so i volunteered to take nova to the uh the emergency room 
I don't know why. Yeah. I don't I don't normally eh, do that. I time. don't like going to the emergency yeah. room. So Nova is extraordinarily well behaved. She's sitting in the chair while we're checking in. She's got her hands in her lap. She gets the bracelet. She checks her last name, make sure it's all spelled right. And um they give me the paper to fill out and it's 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 two o'clock on Easter Sunday. There's no one in the emergency yeah. room because nobody's drunk enough at this right. point. So they take us immediately and she's in a room and she's laying like stuck still. <laughs> like they give her the remote for the TV. She doesn't want to watch TV. So I, I put ponies on on the phone and she watches a little bit of that. Nurse comes in, she hands the phone right back to me. Like she was yeah. She's like, I I fucked up enough. <laughs> so nothing against nurses. This lady didn't believe a fucking word I said. Okay. She looks, she says, it looks like wax. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and, and I didn't argue. I'm not going to argue with anybody that is going to um, be sticking things in my child's head. Right. So she said, but we'll have the doctor look at it. I'm like, you're fucking right. So doctor comes in and he had like cold hands and he had just done the the hand sanitizer yeah. and shook my hand and it was like a it was like it yeah. was like shaking hands with an eel but he was super nice he did fuck up once though he said uh he's like okay he looks and he's like yeah there's there's something in there because wax isn't that color I'm like all right i did i did my best not to look at the nurse yeah. and give her that fucking told you so face Nova was really good. She didn't move her head. She at looked all. at the nurse she and said, just, "We fucking told you so." I know. I know. Nova's sitting there thinking <laughs> to herself, "Bitch, I put this shit in my head. It's not fucking wax." She didn't come back. Um, so um, we sit there for a while after the nurse looks before the doctor comes in, and then he's like, "Okay," uh, he says, "I'm going to irrigate it." And see if it'll come out, if it comes out far enough for for us to grab, because I don't want to push it in further. I'm like, well, obviously, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Then he spelled out the word hurt, and I know Nova was like, I don't know what the fucking word is. But then he fucked up because um, colloquialisms, that's the word I'm looking for. Okay. When he says, uh, have her take her dress off and put her in a Johnny because irrigating makes a bloody mess and her body stiffened up. And I said, that's just a saying, to, and, and, and it means a lot. And she's like, oh, okay. I said, the, I said, the doctor. I said, not that doctor, but the, the doctor says that word a lot. She's like, oh, I get it. Okay. Fuck. The one mistake. That was the only problem. The Mine's- only complaint I would have is like, you're going to spell hurt, but use the word bloody mess. God damn it. So I can just see her face like what the she she did the whole like Lobot looking at Lando. Yeah. She was like, huh? like if if she was Scooby Doo, yeah. <laughs> but but I I, I said awesome. don't worry, it's 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 all fine. So we get her in the in the Johnny and she's laying down. She's still got her dress shoes and socks on. You know, that's kind of cute. But they lay the the absorbent things on and they have that little kidney shaped yeah. thing right under her ear. And uh, he explained to me, she heard it too, but she didn't know. Warm water and hydrogen peroxide. So he said, this is going to bubble a little bit. It might feel weird. Um, so he, he did it once and the water came out like orange Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like bright yeah. orange. And he said, yep, that's paper. It was tissue paper. 
Ah, oh yeah. Which is really good because if it if it if it doesn't come out in one thing, it's it's light and it'll break down easy. Right, yeah. So he irrigates again and um more orange comes out and um and and he says, Okay, I need tweezers and then like because it had started to come out a little and where he yeah. could grab it and um and Nova turns to me and she's like, I like how that feels. <laughs> like, yeah, does that feel good? Is it like is it like tingly and, and warm? She said, Yeah. So um he says, Give me a suture kit, because they come with tweezers. Yeah. And they are the nastiest looking tweezers. Like they didn't let Nova see them because like it's the handle and then it flares out yeah. to a point, flares out to another point, and it's like I showed her after and she's like, That's what he put in my ear. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she's holding my hand and um, he gets the tweezers and she squeezes it. I'm like, does it hurt? And she said, nope. I'm like, okay. Afterwards, she was expecting yeah. it to hurt, but it didn't hurt. Nothing hurt at all. And then he irrigated again. And this isn't going to be like for anybody but you because the face she made when he irrigated her ear for the last time, she went like this. <laughs> like a satisfied cat she enjoyed that was like a fucking spa day in her ear uh that's adorable i, I told nova i said i'll take a picture of it so we can we can we can show everybody and the nurse picked it up put it in a specimen jar and gave it to her so oh, she still hilarious. has it um then we had a, her regular doctor appointment and uh, we, she brought it to show, and um, and he said, he said, how'd he get it out? And I said, well, he irrigated it. He's like, really? Like, well, he didn't see what it looked like. It, she had tried to dig it out with her finger, yeah. and she had pushed it, and I'm surprised it hadn't touched her eardrum. But as we're, as we're sitting there, she said to me three separate times, I'm never putting anything in my ears again. I'm like, good, don't forget mouth, except for food, yeah. nose, ears, eyes, butt, I didn't say the other part. She laughed when I said butt, and I'm like, you're laughing now. <laughs> but I'm not coming back here for the light bulb. Um, <laughs> it's a Scrubs reference. I know. Um, but she said for days after, she's like, I'm not putting anything in my ears again, ever again, or up my nose. I'm like, good. I'm glad that you are not permanently disabled. And I said, and did you see how we reacted to that? I said, we were more worried than anything else. Granted, your idiocy cost us a hundred and whatever dollars for the emergency room <laughs> visit, but that's what the FSA money set aside for. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like she sat, she had that in her ear for like a week. Oh, that's crazy. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. Oh, Ripley's front teeth fell out. Ripley was sitting there. She she one fell out the last day before vacation, and she had this other one. It looked like a fucking chiclet in the front of her <laughs> mouth. And it was sticking out, and it was crooked, and I was calling her Snaggletooth, <laughs> and I'm like, can I just yank that thing out of your face, Snaggletooth, because it's really bugging me. You're all asymmetrical and shit. And uh, I was like, stop talking to your daughter like that. And I said, uh, I said, Rip, come on, when is that tooth going to come out? And she said, I don't know. And she then, goes, <laughs> And then three minutes later, she holds her hand out to me and said, it came out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're not a Snaggletooth anymore. Now you're gummy. <laughs> nice. Uh yeah. She's 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 kind of funny. Uh, I called her um sure. I called her Gummy McGee today and um she and, and Ellen laughed and Ripley turned to her and she said, Oh yeah, well you're big boobs, McGee. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, all right, well, she's not wrong. So <laughs> that's hilarious. I don't know. So yeah. yeah, in the middle of being sick, I'm the sick one, and I take have to take yeah. my daughter to the hospital. I should have been in the fucking hospital. The only fun I had with my little stomach virus was when all was said and done. I got on the scale, and my stomach virus had wiped away six pounds. Oh, yeah, I lost all five. Right. Yeah, it's like all right. So yep. so since January now, I have lost eighteen pounds. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I'm looking slim, yo. Very nice. You need to get a tapeworm. It should'll just slide know, right, right? <laughs> no I got about I got about another five or six pounds I gotta get I gotta do and then I'll, I'll that's, be where I want to be that's not bad yeah so I'm kind of not bad um uh what else we got well I think why don't we uh leave space here for a break we're right. gonna do that because you said you wanted to do a shorter one because you gotta yeah because I go to sleep fucking exhausted yeah okay uh so we'll be right back to talk about the roving gangs of militia people that are coming off this clive and bundy bullshit clive and bundy i don't even know what the fuck that is clive and bundy's the dude that has been um he's been grazing his cattle on government land and he won't oh, pay them and then he got armed militia to help back him up and they were going to use women to um as as human shields and now the militia people won't leave and they're stopping people asking for identification the militia. What? Yeah. Oh, just send to the fucking National Guard. Uh, Clear you know, all these fuckers out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've seen enough of these uh, posts, with, and, and I have typed out and erased like seven times today just a couple of flybys by a drone. Doesn't have to be armed. That'll shut these fucking morons up. Just seriously, man. They're, fuck these clowns. So the fuck what? I mean, we're, we're looking at... Um, Basically, people that don't acknowledge the law of the of the land, like illegal immigrants. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> and they're just they're they're basically terrorizing people. Yeah, it's bullshit. So they're domestic. This terrorists. is an interesting story, and I think it's <sighs> extremely bold, or it's extremely stupid. Stupid. I'm gonna go with stupid. All right. It's official. Superman versus Batman will lead right into Justice League. Oh, you mean Superman versus Batman won't be Justice League because every fucking character's in it now. Who else is in it now? We got Wonder Woman. We know that. Who Cyborg. Else yeah? Yep. They announced Cyborg's going to be in it. Um, and now they're saying, um, what is it, Jason Momoa is going to either be Aquaman, uh, Martian Manhunter, or Green Lantern in... Superman versus Batman. 
Well, you know what I say about Aquaman. Fuck if, Aquaman. If they do him right, he could actually be decent. But who's to say Momoa won't be a uh, won't be the bad guy? You I know? know who the fuck that dude is. He was uh, he played Conan, right? Oh, who cares? I'll look him up because I know I know you would you would know something he was in. I don't know, but um. I think I think they're just I think it's a it, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they're fucking it up? No, I I think that they're um I think it's a bold move. I think that they're challenging themselves to Oh, he's of, uh he's uh Drogo on Game of Thrones, the big the big dude. Is that That's, still a thing? Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't started watching it. Um I knew I knew he was in Game of Thrones, but I wanted to get the name right. So I think that doing Justice League right after Superman versus Batman, I think it's a good idea. It could you know, work because the whole I mean, because Batman and Superman obviously at the end of Superman versus Batman need to sort of be buddies again. I think in the middle okay. of it, they need to be buddies because they they got to team up to fight something else. There's got to be a bigger big bad to. Get them to shut the fuck up. Well, and that, team up. I think that bigger, big bad, it, it could be in Justice League, and then that bigger, big bad is what brings Justice mm. League together. Mm. Okay, which is not a bad idea. Instead of dragging it out, but then how quite do frankly, you, they don't have the time. But then how do you put Wonder Woman and Cyborg into? We don't. I mean, Wonder Woman will probably be. All right, instead of Superman versus Batman, it being 50 50, it's going to be like Superman will be like, you know, like 45 45. Yeah, it'll be like 45 40, you know, and then a little bit, there'll be more Wonder Woman. Yeah. And then the other clowns will, you know, sort of drift in and out, and it'll all come together at the end just to sort of set up Justice League. All right. So, and then Justice League just needs a, a really good good story to bring them all together mm. all right it's all about making the story compelling all right? right what did avengers do that was that was smart besides i mean besides planting a, a hundred thousand seeds to put it together yeah okay justice um dc doesn't have that kind of time quite frankly they could okay. though they but, really but you know could. what it's it's i don't think i don't think they will because i think that you know, it would take. It's already. Been, how long has it been since Iron Man? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight right? was okay. Iron Man and uh, Incredible Hulk. So it's already been okay. Six years. Six years. Yeah. All right, and we're just getting the sec. We when we haven't even gotten the second Avengers movie. No, we've only gotten three Iron okay. Man, two Thor, two Captain America. Caps. Yeah. Okay. And that and an Avengers and that a decent amount of movies. Though. Yeah, a decent amount of movies, and that's fine, but. If if you take okay, Superman versus Batman comes out next year, mm. okay, and then what? A year and a half, or, or, or you know, a year after that, you do Wonder Woman. A year after that, that means that you've got now six, nine, almost a decade, okay, of mm. superhero movies. But there's, but it's it's not going to. You know last. what? You, you got your Superman. You you got your Batman. <clears throat> you don't need to make another fucking Batman movie before Justice. No, no, no. He doesn't even need, need to be. You in don't this. even need another Batman. You don't need another Batman individual movie. No. Okay. No, but you can. You can have a decent Green Lantern movie, uh, but that's the thing. Most of these characters in what I've seen work best 
as a team. But that's the thing. And I think that going forward, all right, you can do more Justice League movies mm. and have almost make it sort of, in a way, sort of episodic. All right. So you that mean bring, next, bring in more characters. You bring for in every more time. characters, but say another Justice League movie is mostly a Batman story mm. where the others are. So, right, so because, it's, that, because, that makes yeah. it more of a of a remember like Dark Knight. Dark Knight was a great cop movie dressed yeah. up as a superhero movie. Yeah. All right. So but that's so the, that's the that's Justice the big League, mistake that 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 they made is they I mean, it's not like they they knew because like Batman begins. Bang, bang. We got those right. three. But and, that then, was and then in the middle, Marvel's like, we're going to make fun movies that everybody wants to watch and not want to fucking slit their wrists after they see right. them. And then they they committed to three Batman movies and they're like, shit. But then you can do, but, you can do a Batman, D, you can do a Justice, League, a Justice League movie that's more, that's more sort of, you know... A, a Batman movie, yeah. kind of that it, that make make it a detective story. Well, I mean, okay. just use fucking Batman villains. Yeah, have the Joker be there with fucking Cheetah and Solomon Grundy, and he could be yeah. in charge of them. And then and turn then that it, into more of a then detective it pulls movie. And then Wonder you get Woman more and Flash of a, and everybody. In. You know, and yeah, exactly. Then you pull the others in, and then you yeah. do a Wonder Woman movie that's a little bit more, you know, mythological. Yeah, a little more. All right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like and then you God. bring the others in. Yeah. So if you make the Justice League movies sort of a, 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 a an umbrella mm. under which then you give people their quote unquote own movie but under that with the other justice league members being supporting cast like they did with captain america yeah because because now like black widow Mm. has become you know the sort of like you know black widow nick fury have become sort of the through lines right but even even falcon even falcon a a new hero was just he the way Falcon was, the, was brought in was just was so organic and so it just flowed. Yeah. And it worked yeah, really and it was, well. And it was great. So Justice League can do something here. But but I think that Warner Brothers is afraid of like what Thor is. You know, Thor is is a jacked up Ken doll with a magical hammer on a rainbow bridge. Yeah, that shit doesn't fly for DC and Warner Brothers, even though they have a woman who flies around and carries well, a magical I mean, lasso. Maybe, that's the thing; they need to sort of make some decisions. It can't and be I realistic that, and dark and gritty. Well, I think that the Thor movies were a way of Marvel to sort of dip their toe into like the supernatural, and it opens up their world. Yeah. And they went, "Oh, they bought it! Oh all shit! Right. Now we can make Doctor right. Strange right. fucking and awesome! Now, oh, oh, all right, let's uh, like, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah." All Black right, Panther. let's see how let's this goes. Do that next, yeah. You know? So, but Justice League, I think that they can do a similar thing. It just needs to be a little bit more different. I really hope that they, they don't try and do the tongue-in-cheek, blah, 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 because really, Marvel is more fun. Just blanket, okay? They're a little bit more fun, okay? Um, Warner Brothers and some of the DC stuff seems a little bit more austere and a little it's, bit more it can serious. be a little more serious but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be dark it doesn't have depressing. to be dark knight rises right you can you can do like superman 2 the christopher reeve superman 2 is a very serious movie he loses his powers there's three basically gods that have come to take over the earth and they yeah. they they make the president kneel before they take over the world basically but it's still kind of like, hey, it's Superman, you know, and it's like that's light, yeah. 
even the Michael Keaton Batman movies, they were dark. Yeah. Joker's gonna gas the whole fucking crowd. Yeah. And you're like, hey, look at the Joker. Yeah, He's fucking exactly. awesome. Crazy asshole. <laughs> but it's not like, oh, there's Zod. He's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I love Michael Shannon, and he is a terrifying actor. But that's not the right tone. Yeah. It was it was it was all right. Man of Steel was all right. Well, it's because it's it's the source material. Superman is boring as fuck. Fucking white bread, you know. But Superman doesn't have to be boring. Superman's boring when you put him up against a human or one of his own kind. If you put, I keep fucking saying, if you put Superman up against Brainiac, the smartest being in the galaxy, against the strongest being in the galaxy yeah. or on Earth. Right. Then there's a challenge because Brainiac can outthink him and Superman can outmuscle him. There's at least something going yeah. on there. Or fucking Bizarro. Who would you have as Brainiac? As Brainiac? Kevin Spacey. Brainiac would I would say he'd have to be CG'd. Yeah. And um what's his face? Uh that did the voice of Brainiac in one of the DC ones, um Noble. John Noble from uh Fringe. Oh, really? Yeah. He did a great voice. I can see that. Or Andre Brower. He's got a great Andre voice, Brower, too. Yeah, yeah, he does. But he did, uh, he did Dark Side in one of the DC movies. That was, that was good. Huh. Yeah. But that's like Dark Side has to be the fucking villain. Yeah. But for, I think this Justice is interesting League. for them to sort of skip a step and go into Justice League. So, <coughs> okay, good. And it says, as for Wonder Woman, she could get a solo movie if Gal Gadot is well received. In Superman versus Batman, according to Warner Brothers marketing yeah. president Sue Kroll. And this is what this idiot says. That is our hope. With the right script, that could be viable. The world is ready for her. The no, world's... you guys just fucking realized that. Yeah, exactly. We've been ready for her since, uh, when did the Linda Carter one go off the yeah, air? Yeah, exactly. Since fucking then. Uh, you know, actors, male actors can gain and lose weight like a motherfucker for a role. Gal Gadot might be be able to bulk up so she looks like a fucking warrior princess. Yeah. I'm really hoping that she does because I think she understands how important this is. I hope so. Like, as an actress, as a property, yeah. as her career. She does not want to be, you know, the person that ruined Wonder Woman. That can be What's-Her-Face that tried to do the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to be Halle Berry doing Catwoman. No, no. And somebody has probably said that to her already. Yeah. So, I mean, I I really do like DC stuff. I've been watching a lot of the Justice League cartoons lately, always. But I think that's, those were so well done that that's kind of, kind of what they should lean toward for the characterizations. Like Superman is the stoic fucking Boy Scout who can crack a joke every now and then. Batman lurks in the shadows. Wonder Woman yeah. is uh, a, a female version of Superman. Pretty much yeah. that kind of thing, but until I see that they're talking about Martian Manhunter, uh, you know, you can't be afraid of aliens because uh, Superman's a fucking alien. Yeah, he is. I don't know. I I'm really afraid that it's gonna look cheesy. You put the Avengers together, and there's no way that shit should work on screen. <laughs> really? I mean, a I giant know. green dude, fucking Tin Man, I, um, red, white, and blue Boy Scout. It's basically the Avengers. I watched I mean, that, the, the Justice League. That Marvel special where it kind of talks about everything. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. It was yeah. pretty fun to watch. 
Yeah, I liked uh, I like some of the sneak peek stuff that was going yeah. on there too. Um, but there's no reason, no reason Captain America should have even looked like like he should have been totally laughable on screen. Yeah, there's no way any of those costumes should I work. Want to watch this first one again? And they stick to the look of the book so well. Yeah. And, and the Hulk, never been a huge Hulk fan except the TV show. Um, but holy shit, have they come leaps and bounds since Ang Lee made his? Oh yeah, so good, and I really, honestly hope that Justice League. My my girls love Justice League stuff. We watch Crisis on Two Earths, and there was there was one that was just. Uh, what were we watching the other day? I forget. Well, I'll tell but, you that it will be interesting to see if the whole superhero comic book, however you want to call this genre, mm. as I throw that word out there, comic um, book. Why not? Um how long that can last uh, i wouldn't have figured it would have lasted this long but look everybody's still the yeah. what everybody the most anticipated movie of the summer for a lot of people is guardians of the galaxy yeah. a fucking august release i know now if guardians wasn't coming out i'd probably be probably be excited for godzilla i'm not really excited for godzilla no nah. It's like all right. I'll go see it. Godzilla. I'll go see it. I, I like the design of 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 how of Godzilla. So we'll see. I um. But it looks way too stark and serious. I like the the late sixties, early seventies goofy shit. Yeah, that's, I'm looking that's forward my... to Spider Man tomorrow night. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do want to. I do want to see that. But there's not much else this summer that I'm that interested in. What else comes out this summer? I don't. Hey, I broke ten thousand on um, Hollywood Stock Exchange. I'm like nine thousand nine hundred and sixty-eight. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. That took me eight years or something. <laughs> do you think? What do you think of handing all of this over to Zack Snyder? Superman, Superman versus Batman, Justice League. It's one director. Um, I am not. <clears throat> against that because mm. i think that it um at least early on i think that what it does is it gives a coherence to it all until they get some direction yep yep um i think it's fine okay i don't know if he's the best choice I what just... place are you in Oh, I don't know. Hold on. 9,000 something? I think so. Let me oh see. Oh, my God. You've surpassed me. Hold on. Where did it go? Where's my... I am 10,000th. Really? Yeah, 10,148th. Huh. And I've been playing this for way too fucking long. <laughs> I used to have it up here. Where did it go? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, let me log in and see. I am 9,961. That's my rank. Wow. In the 42, 94.2 percentile. Oh, my God. I'm in the 94.1 percentile. <laughs> I have uh, my net worth is 261,948,000. Oh, you're going to do some work. You're beating me, man. That's that. I'm surprised. I am. T- well, I. You know what I did? I bought movie funds. That'll do it. Yeah. It's a long wait. But, did you 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 must have Star Wars Episode Seven, right? Uh, what did you buy it at? 
Hold on, let me find it. Lego two seven. I bought it at two nineteen eighty. Oh, sorry, two twelve eighty nine. I bought it at two fifty. Well, I bought it in chunks, so my average uh, my average is like two fifty one. I think I sold all of something. I my the value of my Star Wars stock is twenty nine million dollars. Almost twenty nine point six. Oh my god, we're so close. I have twenty nine point nine. Yeah, and I have so many that I've lost money on. Like, look at all those. I don't even, you know what, I, do you know what I'm getting? I'm getting more money, like, in just interest. Ah, uh, see, I spent everything I had. I have $261 million in investments. Anyway, this is probably boring for anybody listening. So. Really? Because nobody, um, I, I have $62 million in investments. Uh, the rest is all cash. But the Hollywood Stock Exchange can be fun. It's not an yeah. everyday kind of thing, but. It used to be for me. Oh, mm. my God. I used to be fucking obsessed. So here's what we got. Here's what we got in May. We got Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, uh, pandas in IMAX. Oh, who the fuck? My kids went to go see the bears. Yeah. No, no, we're opening pandas, so that's why that matters. Lily, 10-year-old, excuse me, 10-year-old girl who loves animals. This is like custom made for her. Uh She goes, Dad, it was so boring. We (laughs) see the babies. We see them walking. We see them learn to walk. We see them walking some more. We see them almost in a little bit of jeopardy. (laughs) We see them looking for food. We see them older. Then it's over. Dumbest movie ever. So she watched Lord of the Rings with bears. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right? I got to tell her that. That's funny. Um, the next Friday is the horrible Legends of Oz, Dorothy's Return, uh, Mom's Night Out, and Neighbors. So that's going to be a terrible weekend. Yeah, um, that'll be the weekend. that That'll be the second big weekend for Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, following week is Godzilla and Million Dollar Arm Third for the big um, weekend for Spider Man. I don't know. Godzilla might no, give it a might give no. it a run in its well, right, third week. In its I, no, third no, no. week, look, Godzilla's going to open up to what? Maybe forty. I don't know. All right, I don't know. So let's go back up to Spider Man. Spider Man's going to open to eighty five. Eighty five minimum. Okay, yeah. eighty five. So that means the next week it'll do. It's gonna it's gonna do better than half. Okay, so okay, so forty-five, sixty. Oh, really? So mm. I think it'll do sixty at second weekend. All right. So by the yeah. third weekend, Spider-Man will be twenty. Will be no, it won't. Spider-Man will be doing thirty, thirty-five if it's good. All right, all, all right. right. Godzilla, Godzilla is going to get all the people who can't get into Spider-Man, hmm, or who have already seen Spider-Man twice. So Godzilla is going to. It's going to be interesting because it definitely has. Um, it's like it's like Dread and Judge yeah. Dread. It's got it's, it's got, got its legacy base. to fight against. Yeah, uh, and then it's blended, which I'm not familiar with, and then Days of Future Past, which will obviously be the number. Yeah, one. that'll be the number one movie. Um, and then that's going to drop off dramatically because Maleficent will take uh, its place the next week. I can't wait for that. And a million ways to die in the that West. Looks I really funny. I can wait for that. It really does. The bomb of the week in June will be Edge of Tomorrow, which will probably be good, but what no one will go that? to see. Is that Tom Cruise? Um, I think that's the Tom Cruise one where he dies and comes back a lot. Yeah. Right? Isn't it? Yeah, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Um, and Fault in Our Stars. That'll be a... That'll do okay. What's that one? That's the love story. Oh, pfft. You're not a that. 13-year-old girl. So. No, I never have been. Uh, I was once on the internet. 22 Jump Street and How to Train Your Dragon 2. That is probably the best pairing up yeah, of really films is. to open it that really I've seen. Is. 
Uh, how like, to train that weekend has something for everybody. How to Train Your Dragon will be number one that week and the next week because I don't know. Jersey Boys looks wicked good. It does, but it's not a family movie. It's not an animated family movie. This is Dragon is is yeah no Dragon will do Dragon will do really well. Uh, and then Transformers will knock it down because people will go see anything. Yeah, this is true. I'm not even interested. In what that are we? One. That's June, right? Yes. So July. Transformers will take it. Tammy will come in second. Tammy is um, that fat chick, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes will take it. Oh, I can't wait the for week that. after. They're gonna get. They get. It's looking like they're getting that at the hits. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fluffy movie is. Oh, it's a concert movie. Uh, and then Planet of the Apes will uh, beat Jupiter Ascending. Planes, Fire and Rescue should never go to the theater. And the Correct. Purge Anarchy is a sequel no one asked for. Yeah. Um. Hercules, sex tape, and step up all in. Sex tape looks hilarious. Have you seen the trailer for that? Who's in that? Cameron Diaz and Jason. Segal. Yeah, that looks yeah. fucking awesome. That'll be that'll be interesting. That that weekend's a total toss up. I think. Yeah, because what do you get two weeks before that? Uh, two weeks before that you is Turtles. Um, well, no, it's uh, what was what? What the fuck did I say that was? I don't know. Oh, Planet of the Apes was oh. two weeks before that. Yeah, that might be. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy That'll will be, be number, number one. one. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy will beat Turtles the next week. Uh yeah, probably. And then, and then it's anybody's guess at that point. Yeah, where are we? August now. That's uh oh yeah August fifteenth. Yeah. Expendables three. I gotta see those. Movies. I could. I could. I could see either Expendables or Guardians taking it for a third week. And then uh, that Sin City one there. Sin City. I'm looking forward to that. that you know, it looks all right. It looks just like the, the other ones. One. <laughs> and then Sin City will uh, will do it for the next week, I think. Yeah. And then that's the end of the summer. Yeah. That's pretty quick. Yeah. God, it's back to school already. Addicted in Green Inferno. Green Inferno is not going to reach a wide audience. Nobody wants to see cannibal movie. I will, but no good deed. Search party. This is where I leave you. Dolphin Tail Two. Maze Runner. Maze Runner should be the number one. Uh, the week of yeah, that's um, another one of those September fucking nineteenth. Yeah, the Equalizer is that. And uh, Box Trolls is done by the people that did Paranorman, yeah, so that, that could looks, be nice. Yeah, Olivia really wants to see that. The girls are excited for that one. I took uh, Olivia to go see Grand Budapest. Yeah, and uh, about halfway through it, I'm like. You know what, Olivia? I think this is rated R. She's like, "Yeah, Dad." Because <laughs> I thought it was PG thirteen, but after the fifteenth f bomb, well, how old is she again? She's 13. I ask you this it's all fine. the thirteen. She's fine. almost fourteen. It's fine. I saw um, Beverly Hills Cop at my friend's thirteenth birthday party. Yeah. So get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Big Hero Six will take it first week in November. Definitely. Hey, where's that one I bought off Andy? Did he screw me on that? He screwed you on that. I don't even know what it is. Oh, no, there it is. Book of Life. It's uh, Guillermo del Toro doing uh, an animated um, um, like Day of the Dead, Romeo yeah. and Juliet type story. Could be nice. It's del Toro. So I took him up on it. <sighs> All right. So where does this leave us? Yeah. I don't know. You want to see those uh, Sinister Six pictures? Oh, yeah. They're just teaser pictures. but uh, So that must be the Goblin Glider, I'm guessing. Yeah. With the guns. Um, Doc Ox Harness, maybe? Yeah. Um, Craven's Blade, maybe? I'm not sure. 
vulture's wings. Mm. Mysterio looks like they're going with the mask instead of the bubble. But that's that's the goblin's glider. So what the fuck is oh rhino, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah, it's goblin, rhino, Ock, vulture, Mysterio, and Craven. I'm really interested to see what they do with Mysterio. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. What do we got from Scott this week? <sighs> Let me see. Let me see if we have uh, something. Bing. I hate that. I hate that fucking Firefox defaults to Bing when you open a new tab. Can't, I can't change you it. You can't change it. Nope. Not the default part. Let's stop using Firefox. I like Firefox. That's where all my tabs are. They'll go to wherever you send them. Will they? How do I do that? If you like do Chrome. Yeah. Okay. I Chrome can import say, them. Do you want to import them? Yeah. It takes exactly oh. one blink of an eye. Oh. I don't know that. Yeah. Well, nothing from them yet. Hmm. You want to... uh Want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a little break. All right, we'll be right back. Thank you. 
So our first bit of feedback is from uh, James, and it is a dramatic reading of a review for God is Not Dead. So I think to give it the proper uh, respect, it's, it's, it's a longer segment. That's fine. Yeah, so, no, I think it's good. But I think I think what we're going to do is uh, mute us because Definitely. clearly he put a lot of work into this. <laughs> um, because it's lo- it, we should. It, there's more thought put into that than into the first like hundred shows we've done. Oh yeah, so, we should. <laughs> so <laughs> we should always just shut the fuck up. We probably should. Yeah, after three hundred, we could. Yeah. Um, Wait, today's what? Two ninety. Two ninety eight. Yeah. Woo-hoo! I'm. I'm. I may try to edit a new intro for uh, three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, because we got Sarah Palin saying that uh, waterboarding's just how we baptize terrorists, <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's the starting point right there. And John Oliver has his new show, and there's just a whole yeah, bunch of good, good quotes out there. there. John Oliver's show though on HBO, it's a it's a tight yeah. half hour that's just fast and fucking funny. Good, so good for him. Yeah. Good. So um, without any further ado, here's uh. Here's James. Let me just ask you one simple question. If science supports the existence of God, then why would 93% of the members of the National Academy of Sciences identify as atheist? You mean to tell me that science supports the idea of God, and the only people who haven't figured that out yet are these dumbass scientists? Give me a fucking break. Hey everyone, this is James from California, and I found a really interesting little article here on NeoGAF. It's a review of the movie God's Not Dead, and I thought I would uh, go ahead and uh, read you this review. It's from the user Lionel Mandrake. He posted this on March 28th, 2014 at 12.56am. Last night I received a call from my grandmother who was spending the day with my sister to see this movie. She invited me to come along. I made up an excuse that I already had plans, but she eventually guilted me into going along. The showing was at 10am. I didn't even know they played movies that early. I've never heard anyone say, Hey, we should go see a movie at 10 in the morning with everyone. But here we are with all the other old people. I should mention I live in the heart of the Bible Belt, have had a deeply religious upbringing, and have seen many movies, many of these kind of movies... So I knew more or less what to expect. Oh yeah, spoilers. I'm not marking them because, let's be honest, nobody cares. Strawman the movie features numerous plot threads, enough where it can actually get a little confusing at parts, due to how we see characters for a few seconds, only to have them disappear for a full half hour and show up again once we've forgotten about them. The main plot thread is centered on the bright-eyed Christian freshman Joss Whedon, or Josh Whedon, Josh Wheaton, Wheaton. Whipped cream. Because you know you're all thinking of that uh, Family Guy sketch. Will Wheaton. But every time they said it, I heard Joss Whedon. And he takes Kevin Silverbro's Philosophy 101 class, only to be horrified when Hercules opens his first class by listing such great and wide-ranging philosophers as Richard Dawkins, Friedrich Nietzsche, Sigmund Freud, and Ayn Rand, dun, 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 who are all great because they have one thing in common, dramatic whiteboard flip, they're 
atheist. So in order to pass this class, all students must write God is dead and sign their names on a piece of paper. We see one student sign his name with an incredibly illegible autograph, so I don't know how he got credit. But of course, our good friend Joss Whedon can't bring himself to do it, so Hercules says that he must prove God exists before the next class. Joss will defend God, Hercules will deny him, and the classroom will choose who wins. Because of democracy. Joss has a girlfriend and she is a delight. Every time she appears on screen, she bosses Joss around and reminds him that they have their whole lives planned for the next 50 years. Actual line from the film. She tells Joss not to do the debate because he could... The horror. Get a C in the class. And if he gets a C in Philosophy 101, he'll never go to law school and their lives will be ruined. And... Oh God. No. Did I mention that Joss really likes the Christian rock band, the Newsboys? The first scene we see is wearing a Newsboys t-shirt, and we see his dorm covered in Newsboys posters. When his anniversary pops up, he surprises his girlfriend with two tickets to the Newsboys. Because they first met at a Newsboys concert. Jesus is cool and all, but god damn those Newsboys. There's something else. Oh yeah, and there's two side characters at school. A Chinese exchange student named Martin, who is ignorant to the word of God and is just trying to excel in school. And the Muslim girl whose name I cannot remember. I'm not even sure if they say it. So we'll call her Muslim Girl. She is forced by her ultra-conservative Muslim father to wear a hijab to school, but she tucks it in her purse whenever she's out of sight. One girl says, you're pretty. It's a shame you have to cover your face. She overhears talk of Jesus and, it, and she is intrigued. Because, you know, Jesus won't ask her to cover her face or nothing. Jesus would be like, damn girl, you fine. Meanwhile, we visit some woman, I don't remember her name, so we'll call her Doe Eyes, but good God. She looks like she's on the verge of crying in every scene. And she has a mother crippled with dementia. And I'll give credit where credit is due. This old woman is outacting everybody in this movie. No sarcasm. She truly made me believe she was a demented old woman who loved fried chicken. If they give religious versions of the Oscar, she should nail Best Supporting Actress. Doe Eyes shovels chicken into her mother's face and the scene ends. I wanted to take a second here to say that uh, I have not seen this movie, but if... They did not get sponsorship from KFC or Popeyes. That is a huge miss. Because, I mean, they got the old lady who wants chicken. Why not, you know? Anyways, back to the review. We see a young, red-headed reporter named Amy who's always busy. Her car bumper sticker says, Meat is murder and I heart evolution. She writes for a publication called The New Left, and boy, does she put Lois Lane to shame as she ambushes the guy from Duck Dynasty in a parking lot. How could he be on a show that cruelly hunts animals and prays to Jesus and all that offensive stuff that we find offensive? She even insults the guy's wife by saying she should be at home barefoot and pregnant. Because, I mean, I guess she's atheist, but she still lives in the 1950s. But the Duck Dynasty people are all cool and collected because God and stuff, and she apparently uses their minute-long conversation to write a huge article about those crazy mouth-frosting Christians. Amy is in a relationship with Dean Kane. Dean Kane is Captain Business. I don't know what he does, but sweet Jesus is business-related. He wears a suit in a boardroom and everything. Later they say he makes partner, so I guess he's actually a lawyer. But he presumably has a business lawyer deal who... I guess he's the most businessy, businesslike man that I've ever businessed. Oh yeah, and one final plot thread because we need one more. There's a pastor played by David I.R. White. Pastor David. I'm not being lazy on this one. This character's name is the same as his actual name. Is a welcoming African missionary who's constantly optimistic and wants to see Disney World before he returns home. But oh, the hijinks that ensue. Before they can leave, their car breaks down so they order a rental. But when they try to start it, the vehicle is immobile. 
And guess what? The next day when they try again, the same thing happens. Wacky, wacky. Oh, and there's that wacky rental guy who's sure to get your goat. Now, all these plot lines tie together like an episode of Seinfeld, so I'm going to try to simplify things by going ahead and explaining some of the relationships with the movie. Just kind of, you know, slowly reveals over the first hour or so, because it's not like you got anything else to to do with your day. Joss says Professor Hercules is in a relationship with Doe Eyes, who is Christian and his former student, and is the sister of Dean Kane who is dating Amy. So now that we got all that settled, here we go with the story again. Joss finally gets his chance to paint his stance. I don't know why this guy is studying pre-law, because he can apparently make movie-quality CGI demonstrations of the Big Bang and moving versions of the creation of Adam, which they sloppily removed his penis from for the good of mankind. I have to say I'm somewhat surprised by the, by the direction they took with the Big Bang stuff. If I remember correctly, they didn't dispute that the universe is billions of years old, or that evolution exists, but the Big Bang was actually the action of God saying, let there be light, and evolution being a part of life, not just a source of humanity. Joss argues that billions of years just isn't enough for a single-celled life to evolve into humans, which seems like a weird stance to take, but it's better than New Earth creationism I was expecting. But of course, Hercules says that Stephen Hawking says that rules like gravity could prove that the Universe doesn't need a god to exist, and Josh is stunned. He comes back and presents another quote that proves that Hawking's quote is self-refuting or something. I don't really remember. It didn't make a lot of sense. However, the Bible does say some stuff that does make sense, I guess, considering the textbook example of the philosophic concept of begging the question, which they teach you in every philosophy class, is assuming God exists because the Bible says so, so it seems weird that Hercules never brought that up. Whatever, I guess Josh's starting to win the debate. He only has one more class to prove it, because Hercules has no problem with wasting three class sessions to satisfy his ego and destroying this kid for being a Christian. Tenure is amazing. After class, Hercules threateningly shoves Jaws and says he's sick of him trying to make a fool of him, which is flat out assault. The fact that Joss didn't go to the Dean proves that we can't believe anything Joss says because Joss has no brain function. He's essentially a zucchini. Also, his girlfriend breaks up with him because he's ignoring her plan for them, and she doesn't like a zucchini that much anyway. Oh yeah, and Joss presses Hercules as to why he hates God so much, causing Hercules to reveal that when he was 12, <laughs> he watched his mother die from cancer. And speaking of cancer, Amy has a shitload of it. Remember Amy? Yeah, cancer. She has an MRI and everything. She goes on a date with Dean Kane and reveals that she has cancer. Dean Kane says, This couldn't have waited until later. Which is just the weirdest response ever. I know he's supposed to be a giant asshole, but there just isn't any logic to this. So Dean Kane breaks up with Amy, saying they both got what they wanted out of the relationship. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And it sucks about the cancer. He then whips out his penis and urinates at the table while shouting, I'm Dean Kane, bitch! Ripping his shirt open to reveal the Lois and Clark Superman suit and flying out the window while All Eyes On Me by Tupac plays. Remixed with sound bites of Dean Kane, Dean Kane. Note, the last sentence may have been the author's imagination. Oh yeah, that Muslim girl, you guys remember her, right? Well, she gets caught by her father listening to the Bible on her iPod. Because that's what all girls do for fun. He slaps the shit out of her because of Allah or something. Then he grabs her by the throat, drags her outside, 
kicking her out of the house before falling down and crying in a stairwell. Muslims, am I right? That Chinese kid Martin is starting to sound like he's into all this Jesus jazz. He phones his stern Chinese businessman father who tells him that such talk could keep his brother from studying abroad. He should focus only on his studies. So yeah, a whole lot happens in this movie and it looks like the uh, reviewer here is having a little bit of trouble keeping track. But we get back on track here with the uh, dinner party that Hercules is hosting and his girlfriend, the doe-eyed Christian, essentially acts as the maid. She's carrying around food and buying wine. Buying wine? I think he meant bringing wine. The professors are all guffawing over the stupidity of a student defending his Christianity in class. <laughs> oh, those silly Christians. And then Doe Eyes butts into the conversation and says, but, but I'm Christian and I don't think it's so bad. Everyone cuts her off with the most ridiculously pretentious cases ever. Later, when they taste the wine, which has been ruined because she left it out in the sun or something, she apologizes and Hercules says, No, stay te ipsum. She doesn't understand, and, the prof- and then the professor says, Looks like it's all Greek to her. <laughs> Apparently, she doesn't like being treated like an invalid child, and she runs out of the room crying, later breaks up with Hercules, to his shock. I mean, what did he ever do wrong? You know, except for the part where uh, he yelled at her for ruining wine and then made fun of her and then uh, made fun of her religion and then turned her into a butt of a joke. Um, Thankfully, we've reached the last discussion and Joss gives up on rational debate and just starts yelling at Hercules. You're an atheist because you hate God. And such. Essentially, he just dredges up the painful memories of Hercules' past until he finally gets his professor to tearfully yell, Yes! I hate God! Prompting Joss to smugly nod and say, How can you hate him if he doesn't exist? Boom! Done, bitch! The class votes in favor of Joss, and all it took was exploiting deep psychological trauma to reduce a broken man into an emotional mess in front of all his students. Just like Jesus would do. The big finale of the movie is, of course, at the concert for the Newsboys, because those fabulous, contabulous Newsboys. Amy again tries to ambush them because so liberal. (laughs) But when she confronts them on their belief in God, they slyly call her out for wanting to believe it. They all pray for her, and now she's saved. I mean, she's still a bitch, and she's still got terminal cancer, but hey, she's cool for the afterlife. Since Joss's girlfriend left him, he decides to go with a Chinese student. And we can assume that he'll see a sequel with the two of them as a wisecracking but highly devout buddy cops. And while they're there, they meet the Muslim girl who... I don't know where she's living now, but hey, she seems to be enjoying herself. Also, Doe Eyes is there, because everybody loves the Newsboys. Now, there's a picture of the band here, and I just wanted to kind of point them out. You know, left to right, we have uh, a gentleman who's a very skinny-looking, like, um... Drill sergeant, he's got like the buzz cut, but he's very skinny and got like that jar head thing going on. Then you got the black guy who can't who can't decide if he wants to be LeJean Witherspoon from Seven Dust or the new lead singer of Alice in Chains. And then you got a pasty white guy who's got like some frumpy hair. I guess he's trying to be like, yo, I'm the cool one. And then they got like the preppy Christian guy because, you know, like, like, you know, hey, we got a black guy, we got a we gotta, like, you know, make people comfortable, because, you know, black guy. Pastor David and the missionary are stuck in traffic at the concert on their way to Disney World. Oh, it's raining. Oh, man, could it get any worse? 
Hercules reads a letter that his mom wrote to him when she was dying about believing in Jesus or whatever. And he decides he's going to talk to his girlfriend and stop being such a crazy anti-theist asshole. And Dean Cain finally visits his demented mother, wondering why such a good woman would have to suffer while he, such a Dean Cain-like specimen, has everything he could ever want. She has a moment of clarity where she says the devil is tricking him into leading a bad life and that's why he's such a tool. Hercules is running to the concert because he loves them newsboys now that he's Christian, and it looks like he's going to reconnect with his girlfriend and turn his life around, and he gets hit by a car out of nowhere. There's even a slow-mo shot of him screaming as he falls through the air. He hits the pavement and gasps for air. Ah, uh, so he's going to the hospital, and nope. The pastor and missionary get out of the car and quickly deduce that his lungs are filling with blood and that he's dying. Pastor David gets him to accept Jesus as his savior and he dies in the middle of the road. Pastor David and the missionary smile and laugh. This is a cause for celebration. Because we just murdered an atheist and made him turn to Jesus. Back at the concert, the newsboys say they have a special message to play. Duck Dynasty Guy shows up on a giant projector and congratulates the local students who stuck up for his beliefs and that the next song is for him. But before that, everyone needs to text God is not dead to everyone in their cell phone contacts. We see the Chinese kid's dad get the text to confusion. We see the pastor picked up Hercules' phone off the ground and smile. Then we see Dean Kane who reads the text, chuckles, and throws his phone in the backseat of the car. Because he's so goddamn Dean Kane. You can't even Dean Kane just have Dean Kane. He Dean Kane is. Back at the concert. They're singing, my God is not dead, he's surely alive. Black screen, text God is not dead to everyone you know. This movie was inspired by the following legal cases, followed by a big list of religious-related campus lawsuits. Again, I've seen a lot of these movies. This one, it's not the worst I've seen. It's way better than those fireproof shit fests. Oh, it's so impressive. They made it, they're made entirely by a church in Georgia. Yeah, you can fucking tell. This movie is mainly insulting based on the premise alone. It really builds on persecution that isn't there. The missionary character even comments about being the being in the trenches in dangerous situations. And it just underscores how petty these two dickbags are. Quality-wise, it's serviceable. Not good. But at least lifetime channel levels of com competence. Not much appeal in a so bad as good way, outside of Dean Kane, who is magnificent in his douchiness. I can't stay mad at you, Dean Kane, because you're just so Dean Kane. So why do you hate him? It's a very simple question. Why do you hate God? Okay, let's see. Because he's a dick, he creates human beings with a specific nature and then demands that they, uh behave contrary to that nature or else he will punish them with eternal damnation. He flooded the world. He destroys cities. He kills children. He kills men. He kills women. He fucking condemns the entire human race to either slavery or torture. He's a piece of fucking maniacal shit. So yeah, he's worthy of our hatred or he would be if he existed, which he fucking doesn't. Hey guys, I know that, uh, you know, I left the review without playing any newsboys for you, so here is their song from the soundtrack of God's Not Dead. The talk is gone! 
So, uh, what else is there to say, really? Except fuck that movie. <laughs> no shit. I right? can't wait. When when I can get a, an illegal torrent of that, we definitely need to do oh, a commentary oh, for that. We commentary Defin- the yeah, fuck out of that thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, and what we should. Uh, oh, man. If there was just uh, some way to make I it. Can't wait. I, I it's really can't wait. I going to be on Netflix by then. Because then we could do it and people could watch alongside it. Yeah. Well, hey. Like, yeah. Along with yeah. us. So, yeah. So, and we should. I think we should maybe. I don't know. After 300, we should talk about doing something like that. Like pick a movie. Yeah. And because um, we used to do that. We did a couple of those. We did a couple. Yeah. I mean, with so many more people have Netflix. Now but I think than... we need to pick really terrible ones like Jesus Camp, which we I think we tried and and, and quit. Yeah. But like fucked up ones. Yeah. Not yeah, like definitely. not like Alien. What are we going to say about Alien? Yeah. You know? No. But I mean, there could be, you know, we'll find something and we do it like, you know, and then we simulcast or whatever. I know that uh, a while ago, uh, Bill and I, we did some uh, Christian scare films. We could do shit like that. Oh, that sounds good. That could be kind of funny. Yeah. So thank you, James. There was a lot of work put into that. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't envy you ever having to read that out loud again. So don't. Um, so um and then uh now we have uh this guy that's gonna take us to task yeah he does that douchebag yeah we would have never met if it wouldn't have been for christian mingle we just had so much in common there's no question in my mind that you know I, I gotta meet this girl and see if she's the one we had a lot of things in common but the lord was the most important to me at least there's that foundation and for me that was the most important thing when looking for a man and i found that on christian mingle i want to fall in love with you join christianmingle.com today joining is easy and free in a recent study conducted by ChristianMingle.com, Christian singles between the ages of 18 to 59 were asked, would you have sex before marriage? The response, fuck, fuck yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Have no. you ever tried to no. draw something in caramel on top of steamed milk foam? Just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. And if my premonition is correct, by now, Frank will be on the edge of sanity, needing to sleep very soon. So I'll do my best to keep this short and not sweet. And I know guessing Frank is tired doesn't exactly make me Nostradamus. But I did notice that back in episode 100, Frank did make a crazy prediction that is now coming true. Yeah, they're going to bring in a younger agent to yeah, be so badass. Yeah, so him and Shia LaBeouf? Probably. Shia LaBeouf is all about, you know, 
He's the reboot master. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, oh, I have a beloved franchise you need to reboot? Let's do it. Let's do it. Mr. Doubtfire? Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> Fine. Okay, sure, it's not starring Shia LaBeouf, but they definitely are making a Mrs. Doubtfire sequel. <laughs> not that anyone besides Robin Williams really cares. But anyway, here's a clip from Mrs. Doubtfire 2. Anyway, are we really wow. already on episode 298? That means we're only two weeks away from episode 300. That's fucking amazing. You're probably all excited about what I have planned because I have to live up to my reputation. <laughs> I didn't touch any of this shit. I got it in both ears now. How are you? Can, uh, can you hear me at all? Yeah, but it's buzzy. Yeah. It's like a Reverend Scott piece. Oh. It's all buzzy. Bitch. That being said, I don't have shit planned. <laughs> I don't even have anything more to say tonight either. Let's just see what's coming up on the next episode of Are You Serious? Tune in next week as Chris tries to explain to Frank how I end up with clips of your voices on my segment. Okay, that's an isolatable sound. Okay. <laughs> isolatable. Yeah, nice. I don't know. Is that a real word or did I make that up? Uh, it's, it's a It means word, able yeah. to be isolated. So I, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Frank talks about his confusion at everyone's reaction the last time he took his pants off at a funeral. Everybody in the room was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Chris gets irritated at Frank as he gushes about the CEO of Apple yet again. Like, why'd you just suck his fucking dick? Chris and Frank <laughs> prep for some man-on-man action during the show. Uh-huh. All right, where did I put it? Right there. Where? Oh, here. All right, let's do this. And finally, Chris and Frank talk about women's reactions to their pickup lines at the bar. Ah, uh, that's fucking ridiculous. Nah, ah, uh, I don't think so. You don't know me. <laughs> Get your hand off my boob. All that and so much more that will have a negative effect on women. But until then, peace and love, guys. Customer orders a Happy Meal. You must ask, will that be a My Little Pony toy or a Skylanders toy? We will no longer refer to them as boy or girl toys. Managers will be performing follow-ups on our new order taking or on our new order taking procedures. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Why'd she write it on pink paper? Because huh? she's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama! <laughs> that scared me at the end. Oh, That's what she said. Man, we really shit on something nice at the end of that one, huh? I know, right? Because oh. <laughs> she's a girl. <laughs> All right. Son of a bitch. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, I can't wait to see how he takes the... Um, the hospital story, totally out of context. Yeah. Oh, he totally because he's like that. Yeah. There's a lot of putting things in and taking yep, things out. Stuff out and in and drippy orange stuff and yeah. just giving them more now. Yeah. Well, to spare you so you can be, you said you wanted to be asleep by like 1130. Really so you're going to have to like sorry. leave now yeah, so or or very soon. We'll wrap this um, shit up. So it's all your serious podcast at gmail.com. And in two weeks we have our 300th episode. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. All right. Yeah. May, maybe next week we'll have more Star Wars news that we can actually talk that about. That would be great. I would not mind a title. <sighs> yeah. A title. Just a title. We should. We should. We, I'd like to. We should put some guesses out. Just to. We'll throw that on the Facebook page. All right. What do you think? Yeah. Throw that in the group. What do you think the title will be? The subtitle. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you to uh, apparently J.J. Abrams and DC yeah. for the content for this week. And James and Reverend Scott and everybody, thank you everybody for listening. And, uh, bye. Bye-bye. so sort of special about what George created with Star Wars was that it was this universe that felt really authentic and sort of lived in and layered and um, you believed it. The movies are so rich and so full of detail and you know that there's a ton of things that aren't revealed in the movies but that obviously exist in the the lore of Star Wars and in the story of, of Star Wars. And the EU has been our attempt to take you into areas that aren't explored in the movies and give you much more depth. I still have my very first Star Wars comic book, which happens to be the very first Star Wars comic book. My first exposure to the EU was probably one of the Brian Daly books. I think it was Han Solo and the Lost Legacy. It was the one with the glowing crystal skull thing on the cover. The first EU story that I ever read was Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Near the end, there's this great scene where Princess Leia confronts Darth Vader with a lightsaber, and so that just blew my mind. My favorite, hands down, is Han Solo at Star's End. It was published in 1979, written by Brian Daly. He's my favorite Star Wars author. At the time, there's no video games, there's no internet, there's none of that. It's basically comics, novels, and waiting until the next movie comes out. I got heir to the Empire the day that it came out, and of course it's got the little band across, a uh, special introductory price. That's the one that started it all. I remember going to the bookstore and seeing it, uh, and being like, what is that? There was this Jedi with, you know, rays coming out of his fingers. We had to drive two hours to go to the nearest bookstore, so we went there the day it came out and uh, bought it right away. I had to wait my turn to read it. Um, we got all the books after that. George set up a huge canvas for us to work on. He had, with the movies, 
We had everybody from royalty, princesses, emperors, all the way down to the scum of the earth. We had planets, we had systems, lots of aliens, uh, ways of getting back and forth. The authors and comic writers and gamers just went to town with it. I always loved a Dark Empire comic book series. There were some great illustrations in it. Just very inspiring stuff for me when I was in junior high and high school. My favorite story is Shadows of the Empire. I liked the idea of creating some connective tissue between Episode 5 and Return of the Jedi. And it was great because we got to use all of the great Star Wars characters. Darth Vader could be in it and the Emperor. My favorite one by far is uh, Courtship of Princess Leia. That was the first book where they introduced uh, Dathomir, the planet, and the Night Sisters. And I was really excited about this concept that there's a whole planet of Force-sensitive females that ride rancors around during the day. One of the key books for me that really introduced me to the idea of what the expanded universe could be was this one published in 1987, the Star Wars source book. And it was essentially a 144-page guide to everything you needed to know about Star Wars so you could start telling your own stories set in the galaxy. And it was just mind-blowing. You know, the idea that I could finally find out how an X-Wing fighter works or what these alien creatures in the background of the cantina are like. A whole lot of people got introduced to my work because they played the Knights of the Old Republic video game. Uh, and, of course, I was writing Knights of the Old Republic comics. By creating a cohesive whole uh, that everything belongs to, it uh, gives a lot of different points of entry for fans to come in, as Obi-Wan puts it, to take their first step into a larger world. I was a, a senior concept artist for Force Unleashed 2. So we got to pour a lot of ourselves into creating these things that were new to the Star Wars universe. As like a lifelong Star Wars fan, that definitely means the most to me. With Star Wars, we want the world to be real. And it feels real if everything is in line. And I think that that's the challenge for all of us going forward with Star Wars. How are we responsible with what was and how do we you know, still move forward even if things become very different. We now have a story department so that there truly can be one consistent narrative, and that's always been the dream. I think the idea of aligning the content is actually a, a really fantastic and exciting opportunity that no other fictional universe could really even support. We're going to be able to bring fans a, a unified vision in a way that we've never done before. And I think that it's also a sacred trust to be invited to be a part of telling stories inside this universe because it's so, it's so precious to people. And I understand that because it's, it's precious to me. And the EU is born out of a love for Star Wars. That's what it really is. Carrying on the legacy before it really could do so on its own like like it will now through episode seven eight and nine and all the other films coming out so there's a bright future for star wars but i think the eu will be a legacy that's mined forever and that as more people come into it they've no doubt been been touched by it and inspired by it i can't get enough of star wars it never got old just kind of soaking up everything i possibly can about star wars and the universe 
There can never be enough of that. Okay, that's enough. No more talking.